Hi guys, it's Will from TN Bull. And before we start this podcast, I just want to make a massive shout out to BK Accountants. They're an easy way to complete your tax returns. So let me explain. Okay, they offer accountancy services suitable for absolutely everybody. They're a proactive and friendly service. They're open 24 seven. And most importantly, they guarantee to be 25% cheaper than your current accountant or anybody else who is doing your accounts. Don't take mine and Jay's word for it, however. You can find them at www.bkaccountants.org.uk or if you want to send an inquiry off, you can email accounts at bkaccountants.org.uk. Thanks for listening and let's get into the podcast. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time you're listening to this. This is TNM Bull, and this is your latest episode of 30 Minute Murder. I'm your host, the Statman Will, and we have our co host here today. We've got Dan the Murder Man. Dan, how are you? I'm still here, my friend, still plodding on. How about yourself? <laughs> yeah, mate, we all are, aren't we, throughout lockdown? Aren't what we've we got to do. Exactly, bro. I've been very much in bedded over recently. Oh, mate, um, quality. Yeah, I just want to go abroad now. I really, really... Yeah, you might abroad. have to wait a bit for that, uh, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, quality show, oh. quality show. Right, guys, so today we are going to delve into the tragedy surrounding the Watts family. Um, for those of you who haven't seen the critically acclaimed documentary on Netflix, um, this... I don't know. I don't know the correct way to describe this, Danny. Sorry about that. That was a puppy. Um, I, I, I don't know how to describe this. I, can, can you sum it up in a way that... Right. Um, yeah, it's... Um, um, it's horrific um, in all senses of the word. Um, the, the only way you can really sum it up before we go into any details is that the person responsible for the horrific events that unfolded is just, I, I mean, it, it doesn't even comprehend. Um, and that sounds very vague. Uh, I guess the way the way to explain it is that most crimes have a viable motive. Now, I'm not saying that's an excuse, yeah. right? So, for example, we talked about the Amityville Horror last time, uh, you know, the, the first yeah. two episodes. You know, you could argue that drugs were a big factor in that, or you could argue that demonic possession was a big factor in that, or the fact that, you know, the, the children hated their father and their father was a piece of, you know, dreadful person he was a, at the end of the day, and there was violence. All those things add up to a really hostile environment, and then things happened that were horrific, but there was circumstance surrounding it. This case, That's it. this case for me, I cannot understand it. Um, that no. may be me being, um, I mean, maybe I'm a parent. So um, there's, there's, there's aspects to this, which, um, I, you know, I'm not going to blanket it because that's not what we're about. Um, there are, um, there's, there's, there's children involved in this case and it, I, I just can't understand it. I can't fathom it. And um, yeah, that'll make a lot more sense as we delve into it. And it's, yeah. I'm not going to lie, it's disturbing. Um, this one, we don't have any paranormal aspects to it. It's disturbing enough on its own. And that's the best way I can sort yeah. it out, mate. Yeah. It's, I think I think the best way of putting it is, is with, with most crimes, 
detectives can sort of take a seat and look at it and go, yeah, I'm not agreeing with what he's done, but I can understand why exactly. he's done it. Um, with like like you just said with the Amityville case, abusive father, lots of heroin use. Um, I can understand why somebody did that. There was a murder near us, Danny, in Worksworth years ago. Um, there certainly was. Where a son, yeah, um, a son is this basically where we're from. Um, there's a little town called Worksworth near us, and what happened was um, this a guy's son murdered his his dad. Um, stabbed him in the chest with a poker and chopped his head off. Um, actually carried his head round to his sister's in a carrier bag. Um, and the reason was because his dad was abusive, he was horrible, um, and he drowned his dog, and his son just lost his temper. Um, so yeah, like with stuff like that, I'm digressing now, with stuff like that, you can you can look at it and go, right, it's not right. I mean, you shouldn't chop people's heads off and stab no, them with a poker. No, it's frowned upon. Um... But, but, yeah, oh yeah, it's <laughs> frowned upon. You know, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Um, but I can look at that situation and go, yeah, no, I, I, I get why he was angry. You know, not to that extent, um, but yeah. We, we should cover that um, case, by the way, as well. Digressing again, but we, we should, because yeah, it's a local one to us. That'd be really interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, sorry, carry on. Um, yeah. Um, so, so so let's get an insight. So, so the Watts family um, consisted of four and a half, if you want to look at it that way people so there was um christopher um there was shanann um there was uh, bella and celeste or cc we'll call her because that that was a yeah. nickname and then there was um a little baby inside shanann as well um i think she was about 15 weeks um and he was going to be called nico that's the one nico couldn't remember the name then i knew it was a steven seagal film yeah <laughs> i couldn't remember yeah. which one it were <laughs> Yeah, Nico, Nico. Um, so yeah, there, there was those guys. Um, and it, before you, you even scratch the surface and find out any sort of inside details, they look like such a perfect little oh, family. Mate, abs- you know, absolutely. Um, and the reason we can say that, um, obviously, you know, this is a, um, a case that uh, this took place in, I want to say Colorado. I'm, please say I'm right before I, before I get that completely wrong. Um, um, move, it's Colorado, yes. they moved to right. Um, so um, the reason we know about sort of like the, the family unit is because uh, Shanann, um, she was very active on social media. So her she was one of those people who, um, she was actually a saleswoman. So a lot of her business would have been social media based anyway, but she kind of um, showed her family life on Facebook it was her sort of like way to express herself and just basically just to enjoy her family and let her friends enjoy her family and you could just see this beautiful kind of um I mean I can't I don't want to say it but like the American dream kind of beautiful family um you know oh yeah happy parents happy kids just enjoying life together um and uh I mean that before we even start. That's that's what makes this even more sad because you actually see how happy this unit is, um, especially yeah. from certain people in that unit's point of view. Anyway, um, and yeah, and it's yeah. Um, and so so you, you already know um, about how beautiful this this family well was before the tragedy occurred. Yeah, this is it. It's. Um... 
it is just simply a tragedy. I, I don't know how else to describe it, but we'll, I'll set the scene. So it's um, August 13th, 2018, um, Frederick, Colorado. Um, Shanann has been on a business trip with her um, best friend, uh, and I'll call her this for the purpose of the video, uh, with Good Nicole. Um, her best friend, Good Nicole. Um, and basically, Shanann got back from the business trip, um, and that was the last time she was seen alive. Um, what followed was the next morning, Chris went to work completely normal under the um, assumption that Shanann was taking the girls for a play date. Um, Nicole's trying to get in touch with Shanann, can't get in touch with her, so decides to pop outside the house, notices her car's there, um, the kids' car seats are there. Um, so she's thinking, yeah, she's got to be in the house, but she's not responding to any phones or any texts. Um, so, yeah, she calls the police. Because Shanann and Danielle, I hope to God that you've got this information, because I haven't for some reason. Um, Shanann had a medical condition, yeah. which is why Nicole panicked. I can't... Was she diabetic? Um, oh, my God. Uh, you shot me on the bus now. Um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> diabetes. Um, it was... It's a rare condition that has letters. I can't remember what it is for the life of me. But the point is that she did... Um, she used to have seizures um, and used to pass out. She actually had a car crash um, in previous years due to this illness. And um, th- yeah. the issue being that uh, ever since then, her and good Nicole, so her friend Nicole, they they kind of... Everything was always in touch on phones. And Nicole knew that um, Shanann actually had a doctor's appointment that morning. Um, I want to say nine o'clock, something nice and early like that. Um, And she had obviously texted Shanann to say, look, I hope your appointment goes okay. Let me know because I'm worried about you. And of course, that's when the alarm bell started to ring um, because she knows that Shanann, A, needs her medication and things like that. And of course it's it's unlikely for her to miss that appointment because it had been scheduled, you know, months in advance for a sort of checkup or whatever. So it makes sense why she's concerned. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the police were called. Um, the police officer turns up. Um, the body cam footage, you can find it anywhere, literally anywhere. It's all over YouTube, Netflix, yeah, anywhere. You can, you, you can see it. Um, and the police officer turns up and he says, no, I, I get you concerned. Um, however, I can't get into the premises without Chris's permission. It's just, it's it, it's not possible. Um, and quite rightly so. Yeah, salute um, to that, by the way. You know, um, I mean, I'm not an expert on police yeah. protocol, but, you know, you, you actively see that the policeman's concerned. He speaks to neighbours and stuff, but he isn't allowed to enter that property and he doesn't by any means, you yeah. know, do anything to trespass. And he, he just seems to play it by the book. Exactly. Um, Whereas, this, you know, you'd be tempted to kind of look, oh, I can see where you're coming from. Let me just jimmy that window. But no, he's he's, he's by the book. Um, of course, he's on camera. And, and you see that. You see the police doing the procedure that they should do, um, which in itself is, is something that doesn't get praised enough, I don't think, in this day and age. And the copper, you know, if you're a lazy copper, you could turn up and go, well, can't get in. Yeah, Whatever. give a call. Really sorry. Give me a call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but he didn't. He stuck. He stuck around. Um, and Chris actually arrived. He arrived. He said the the girls are supposed to be on a play date. Um, as he's been trying to get hold of Shanann, she's not. She's not responded. Um, Chris unlocks the door, and the police officer says, "You see it on the body cam footage. Do I have your permission to come in and search the premises?" Chris says straight away, "Yep, no problem at all. You know, come in." Blah blah blah. blah. So they're searching the premises, um, and there's three key points here. So the first key point is bed sheets are missing. Um, now the bed sheets are missing. And that brings me on to the other two key points. Shanann's phone was also in the property and her wedding ring was at the property as well. So if you if you took a, if you look at that and go, right, a phone and a wedding ring's here. No, sorry, let's start with the wedding ring. If you look at the wedding ring and think, right, that's here. Um, yeah, she's done a runner with the kids. Yeah. Straight off the bat, yeah, she's done a runner. If you find the wedding ring and the phone, that's a bit suspicious because of, like you mentioned earlier, Danny, how heavily into social media she was, and you know she always had a phone with her because she ran yeah, a business absolutely. through that. Um, so that's a bit weird. But then also, if you're going to do a runner, why are you going to take your bed sheets? Well, yeah, it's, it's a bit bizarre. You know, it, and every, and everything else as well. Just yeah, to add to that, the house is immaculate, like absolutely immaculate. Yeah. Um, so it's not like other stuff was missing. Um, her handbag, or no. I, I think Americans call it a purse I'm going to say purse same thing her handbag's yeah, there yeah. her phone's there like Will said but also her meds are there which Nicole obviously Nicole comes yeah. in with the police and Chris she spots the meds and then you see the reaction on the the body cam of the policeman like as soon as she sees those meds she's that's it panic stations something's wrong because she takes meds on a regular basis she needs those meds to prevent the seizures okay this does not add up her phone's here as well um, and of course, weird. Why, why yeah. would bed sheets be missing and nothing else? Is? It makes no sense at all. You're absolutely spot on. Exactly. So, continuing on, things are a bit fishy, but there's, you know, Chris looks. Yeah, he look, he, no, he does look concerned. I say that uh, absolutely. You know, you, you, you yeah. um, and. Uh, I mean, I would be if I just yeah. done that. But yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. Um, Anyway, they go to the neighbour's house um, because they want to see... The neighbour's got CCTV, so they want to see if, you know, Shanann left the house. Um, and this bit on the documentary was was yeah, same. incredible for me because it, your typical nosy neighbour that everybody slates and everybody's... You know, you know everyone's got that one nosy neighbour, but in this actual circumstance... Yeah, nosy Norris comes up um, some stuff, don't it? Do you know what I mean? In the end... <laughs> <laughs> he was actually quite yeah, quite absolutely. crucial. If you, if you read into the paper, they don't they don't give him enough credit in in the documentary. No, right. They probably should do because he had a part to play in 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 the conviction of 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 the perpetrator. So they're looking through the footage. Blah blah blah. Chris heads out. He says, "I'm going to go and um, just have a look for something in my house. Um, talk to neighbours, see if anyone's seen it." And just as Chris leaves, the cop is about to leave and the neighbour pulls yeah. him to one side, doesn't he, Danny? And can, can, can you yeah, elaborate so on what the They've just says? basically looked at um, footage from the neighbour's uh, camera uh, that's outside his house and it shows Chris loading, what, Chris's um, truck been parked on their drive at the time that he said in the morning when he was going to work. But 
whilst that footage is being played, you actually notice some very odd behaviour from Chris whilst that's been played. So then when the policeman's about to leave, your neighbour grabs him back and he goes, look, mate, uh, he's acting odd. That he is not at, he is not like this at all. Something's off. And not, not you know, not in those exact words, yeah. but that's what he's implying. And you just get that horrible feeling of, oh, Christ, I think I know where this is going. Um, because... He's, he is very yeah. concerned. Yeah. And like you said, like, you know, this is someone who knows the family very well. Um, and he, he noticed straight away something's off with this guy. Um, and fair play to him, you know, because that takes some yeah. stones to say that about your next door neighbour. And exactly. And I think I think what else intrigues me is the fact that the police officer actually turns around and said, well, wouldn't you be a bit shaky if you'd yeah. lost your wife and kids? If they if they've gone missing and and the neighbour's like yeah no I would I get that yeah. but he, 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 he just knew mate. didn't he he just <laughs> knew off the bat that bloke did fair play to him like yeah he just knew didn't he so exactly and after that the police say right we'll get some appeals out they do the usual news news spiel you know if anybody's seen them um and Chris does a really yeah weird interview. With, with with the television station and the the reason I say weird is because he's there he's given the whole you know the, what you would normally expect of if somebody has them please just just let me know they're safe blah 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 but if you've seen the interview yeah he smiles throughout weird. the entire thing yeah like what mate your, your wife and kids are missing yeah, potentially he's... dead like why it's why very bizarre. That? Um, interview um, very very strange I don't get it so from there the police say I'll tell you what then what we're going to do is we're just going to take you in it's just some routine questioning just so we can try and get some finer details out so we know what we're looking for um, which again that's not no, unheard absolutely, of absolutely. In, in cases and, um, like this as, you know. as that in that father no. role, you'd just be expecting, yeah, I'll do whatever I can. And you would, obviously. So it's not unexpected. It's basically yeah. exactly what would normally happen. Um, and you'd be there in there for questioning to see if there's anything you can uncover that you didn't think of before that could be a you know a vital detail, yeah. right? So yeah, it makes complete sense. Exactly. So then if you watch the interview, it starts off, you know, the coppers He's just he's just asking routine questions. Um, what's the height of your daughters? What's the what's the build? What colour hair do they have? What kind of hair? You know, is there anything specific on them that, that, that we can look out for? And he's given up all the information perfectly. And then the police officer receives some yes, photos, he does. doesn't he? There's a photo of Chris from a couple of years bit prior to the interview. And you can actually see if you watch the interview, the copper look at the photo and then look at Chris. He looks back and he goes, You've lost some weight. And Chris is like, Yeah, yeah, I used to be 200 and something pounds. And and the copper actually um, you know, congratulates him on that. He says, Yeah, well done, well done. And that to me, I've watched thousands of hours of police documentaries and interrogations and interviews. And that right there is some yeah. of the finest police work I have ever seen. And that's me being sarcastic because what that detective did there 
basically it, it unraveled everything in that of one sentence um, because of course as yeah. soon as that's been said it then leads on to so yeah I mean I'll be honest most most reasons why a guy would do that all of a sudden is to you know I bet you get some attention from some girls don't you and he's straight in there. He knew straight off yeah. the bat, man. And it's great. It, it was, yeah, impressive, to yeah. say the least. And then Chris turned around and he's like, no, I'd never cheat on my wife. No, I'd never cheat on my wife. And then the cop is still sort of pushing. He's like, are you, are you sure, mate? Because you've lost a lot of weight and you look really good now. And I'm sure you've got attention coming in from everywhere, like you just said, Danny. And anyway... The the officer turns around, you know, after a bit of speculating and says, right, would you be willing to take a polygraph test? Just to rule it out, you know. Um, again, very, very standard in in this kind of situation. Um, and Chris says, yeah, yeah, I'll take a polygraph test, no problem. And yeah. I just... <laughs> when, you know, take, taking the, 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 the tragedy aside... No, he really. He, he, I mean, he really, really, really didn't. Um, <laughs> right. uh, not. I mean, yeah. The footage of him taking that polygraph test is is. Um, if it wasn't such a tragedy, it's just ridiculous, really. Um, um, yeah, I mean, so hands down, they ask him very specific questions. You know, have you harmed your wife? Are you cheating on your wife? You know, have you harmed your children? Did you have anything to do with their disappearance? Do you know who had anything to do with the disappearance? Uh, basically. Uh, long story short, he tries to falsify the test by kind of uh, doing erratic breathing, um, which the lady just is just brutally picked up on and said, look, you know you failed the test. You failed it completely on every single question. You were trying to deceitfully um, fail the test, you know, to make it look as if it was just inconclusive. She's just brutal and she's absolutely spot on. Um, and then, of course, it's just a case of, look, you have to tell us what happened eventually. So we just want you to tell us so this is over and we can find your girls and bring them home yeah I quote, I quote we're not here to play games yeah, exactly just tell us and Chris continued to you know claim his innocence but then he actually admitted to um, yeah. cheating on his wife <laughs> um, magically out of nowhere he says yeah yeah I have been cheating on her um with yeah. a girl with bad Nicole, we'll call her. Yeah, it's not even her fault. Um Actually, so yeah, he's been, he met he meets this girl at work. Um and you know what? It's the the, the issue again, the issue I mean, morally for me, cheating's wrong and you know it's it's the, the one of the worst things anyway that you, sh- you shouldn't do it at the end of the day. But Shanann, his wife, is is yeah. beautiful, right? She's absolutely stunning. Makes no sense whatsoever why you would even yeah. need something else. Um, but he finds this other woman. They hit it off. He tells her that he's getting a divorce and that, yes, he has got two children, but him and his wife are separated. So it kind of leads her down the garden path, to be fair, to bad Nicole. It's not really her fault. Whether she knew or not, we will never know. No. But that's the story that she gives off, that he told her that they were separated and... Um, she seems actually genuinely concerned about the whereabouts of his wife and kids um, because she comes in because she gets worried yeah. about it and she basically just chucks him under the bus and says, yeah, we've been, you know, romantic together and, yeah, he's been cheating on his wife and I didn't know that he was still with her. Yeah. 
So, after all that, uh, they get his dad in. And you know what? I'm, I'm not I'm not even going to speculate on this anymore. Long story short, he tells his dad that Shanann killed the girls. Um, and once he'd found out that she'd done it, he, he smothered her. Yeah. So, as far as the police are aware, Shanann killed the girls. And... Um, he then killed her and then again brilliant policing um the, the the officer the police officer and the woman come in um and she says would you be okay with us releasing to the public the information that shanann killed the girls no and he doesn't actually say yes or no he, he says i didn't harm the girls um which again was to yeah. me a bit a bit weird but yeah then they ask um, where they are. And again, this goes back to no. he really hasn't thought this through. <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh. But yeah, he's poor. As um, yeah, very this guy's uh, the worst new, I've ever seen. Um, in his field of expertise, which again sounds dreadful, but you know, without trying to make it lighthearted, there's no other way to look at it without just getting really bogged down without depressing it. Is, um, but I mean, yeah. this is where it starts to get really grim. Um, I mean, it's just dis- it's disturbing what you know what unfolds and you know when when they actually eventually do find out where the you know the bodies are. It's just oh, it's just it's just awful, really. Yeah. So to 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 put it bluntly, um, Chris disposed of the corpses um, and I say dispose of the corpses because the two beautiful little girls and his and his and his lovely wife were were in, in a sense corpses once he finished with them um, and he disposed of them um, at one of his oil sites so he worked for a company um, to be honest with you I didn't really look too much into his personal information because I don't really care about him that much. Um, he worked for a company that that had oil patches around the US, um, and he drove them out there early hours of the morning, where he was scheduled to be that day. Um, he actually checked in with his work colleague to, to 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 see what time they'd be arriving on site, so he knew what kind of a window he had to get to get the do- to get the job done. Um, he. Uh, um, yeah, it's yeah. Just I mean, manic. I mean, I, it's I hideous. It um, so of course he's 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 told the police, he's told his dad that Shanann killed the kids, and because of that, he had to kill her, which is all lies. Um, and of course, it turns out that Chris did the the entire thing. Um, it unfolds that he he kills Shanann first um, on their bed, and then one of the girls comes in and says, "What's wrong with Mummy?" Um, he then actually takes it upon himself um from what we can gather it's unsure whether he then killed the girls in the house but what actually it's believed is that he actually put the girls in the car on the back seat with their dead mother's body um in the footwell so the girls are alive sat with their feet dangling over their um their their mother's uh, dead body 
all the while asking daddy what's wrong with mummy is she okay and sort of you know chris saying oh yeah well we're gonna go and get her help now she's gonna be absolutely fine she's sleepy whatever that kind of disturbing macabre kind of scene man and you know like it's difficult to describe what i think about this guy uh, without saying uh rude language but feces that's the best I can, you know, even just come up with. And so, yeah, what he does is he drives him out to his oil site and he digs a very shallow grave for Shanann. Um, we're talking a couple of feet, just literally to... He's out in the desert, so just shoves her in a hole. And then he um, he puts his uh, beautiful daughter's um, dead bodies into um, an oil tank um, at the drilling site or storage site, whatever it is. And that's what that's what he thought was uh, befitting to to do to his uh, family, and it, it just yeah. So now, now now that we've got the girls out of the way, no, um, no. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want no. to talk about Bell and CC anymore, anymore because it's just no, that part of the case. I can't I can't I can't even fathom. Um, but basically, he was charged. Um, he, he took a plea deal, which I'm not. I don't. I don't agree with plea deals, to be honest with you, because I think it's a coward's way out. But personally, he took a plea deal because he didn't want the death penalty. Um, Shanann's family were were in favour of this because they said, "I quote: We don't want any more lives to be lost." Which yeah, just speaks of the character of Shanann's family. Oh, mate. If that was me and that was my daughter and granddaughter, nah, I'd be strungled, bro. Yeah, I don't think he'd even made it to court. But again, like you said, it just brings the the very they're, like, they're quite a religious family, and um, that's what they believe. And you know, you've got to respect that. And uh, I mean, just you know, it's so much, and and. and I don't envy it, but I really, 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 yeah, absolutely. Can only exactly, imagine yeah. what amazing people they are to be able to. Like, if I didn't, if I, if I hadn't got hold of him, I'd have been in that courtroom, you know, begging for an electric yeah. chair. Yeah, I know they don't use that anymore, but I'd have said, bring it back. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, um, he took the plea deal and he got five consecutive life sentences um, on top of. Um, tampering with a deceased human body and um, an unlawful termination yeah. of a pregnancy because Shanam was obviously pregnant. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there is that. Now, the whole basis of this is, you know, we've, we've gone through what happened, um, the circumstances leading up to this. Um, it's believed that the reason that Chris did this was because he wanted a new life with, with Bad Nicole. Um, no, we'll not call her bad Nicole, we'll just call her Nicole. Um, so yeah, he, he wanted a new life with Nicole. Um, but then that makes me question, yeah, I, you know, I, I understand people, yeah, fall exactly. Out of love, get a divorce, mate, but that's yeah. what a divorce is for. Just, just, just be straight up and honest, get a divorce. And I think. Yeah that Chris is a closet psychopath because and it's, it's confirmed it's, I don't think I know Chris is a closet psychopath but you know I think a divorce would have been too hard for him because you could tell 
you know the masculinity the, the, the toxic masculinity that he that he breathes out because I think he didn't want a divorce because oh god I, I don't think he could have moved on he wouldn't have been able to accept someone else being held in it. his role even with her even though he was out of love with her or whatever he wouldn't be able to have anyone no. else with her he'd have seen that as like a failure and like you said a challenge to his masculinity no. um, I mean but I mean as far as motive goes there isn't any other explanation other than that I mean they wanted this other life the only way he could acceptably have this other life in his head is that well I have to get rid of the old one um, which is just like you said it's psychopath territory there's no other way to describe it he's completely emotionless all the way through the trial he dips his head a couple of times there's no tears do you know nothing I just don't understand how you could be on me, mate. Baffled. That's. Oh, I, I don't want to get. But how could you kill your own kids? Because because you want you you, you want to be with somebody else. I, I I just I don't. If if he'd have killed his wife, if he'd have just killed Shanann, yeah, I'd have maybe understood it a bit more. But this is it. I mean. It, it, as well in America, so so this, this we're running over, but I don't even care. Um, in in America, this is called well, in all over the world, this is called a family annihilation. Yeah. So it's it's the same as the Amityville case; it's a family annihilation. But the the strange thing about this is, in most family annihilations where the dad and the husband do it. Everybody dies because the dad usually kills themselves. You, you, you've got to look at Chris Benoit. And Chris Benoit, I mean, yeah, I, both, I, I grew up worshipping WWE. Um, and, you know, when, when you look into the to the Chris Benoit case, it isn't the, it isn't the same as this. Chris was, was very poorly. Didn't he shoot the dog as well? Very, very, very poorly. Didn't he shoot the dog um, as well? He killed the yeah. You are sorry. Yeah. Chris. Yeah, I thought he did. What, Benoit? Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, Chris was very poorly, killed his wife and child and then hung himself. Um, and and I think when things like that happen, uh, there's, there's, there's something but then really There's the aspect there. of and, I and, cannot and now Chris. deal with the person um, I've become not and I can't deal with the remorse. So the only option for me is now to annihilate myself. This doesn't add to that. You're absolutely spot on. He doesn't. He doesn't yeah, feel exactly. the the remorse of it all. He, he just feels nothing because he did, he couldn't. And he just goes along with. Oh well, maybe they'll just think she's gone missing. But how how does that even? But this 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 is the stupid thing, you know. You know, let's play devil's advocate. Let's say <laughs> I've killed my wife. I'm, I'm, I'm not married, but I've killed my wife and my, and my two kids, and I don't have kids. Yeah. So I, I, I've killed them all. Solid. They're in choice. the back of my Ford Fiesta at the moment. What am I going to do with them? So you've, you've got quite a few options. You've got remote places where nobody's going to find them. A lot of pig farms in Derbyshire. You've got rivers. You've got mountains. So wrong. You've got pig farms. You've got you. You've probably got access to acid somewhere if you if you make a few phone calls. Yeah. But no, I'm not going to do any of that, Danny. I'm going to drive to where I work, dig, dig a hole, and fall down, 
pop my wife in the hole, just cover it a little bit. Oh, and you know that bed sheet I was carrying her in as well, Danny? I'm just going to leave that next to the hole that I've just dug her in at the place I work. Um, and, and then my kids as well. Um, I'll, I'll just pop them in the, uh, the, the, the yeah, wheelie bin round, round the back of the office. It just doesn't compute. Like, what? It's it's almost like he, he didn't Did even care enough to to try. I I, I, I don't I just can't honestly I can't fathom it. Um, and there's there's the motive doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's it's just it, it's it's horrible thinking about it because obviously there's two little girls involved and like you said the motive doesn't make any sense. But I I just it. it that's the strangest part of it for me. Yeah. It was like he wanted to get Which, caught. Again, doesn't make sense with the motive because he, in theory, he wants this this whole new life with um, Nicole Kessinger, and um, well, he's not going to get that because he's, you know, he's he's never going to get away with this thing. But it, it just, um, yeah, it's absolutely baffling, um, and uh, I, I just I can't fathom it at all. And I think when you, I think you nailed it on the head when you said psychopath, because the emotions don't add up that were going through his head at the time. Not none of it makes any sense unless you are in that, you know, psychotic state of yeah. no emotion, and that uh, this is premeditated, meditated, and I'm I'm going to kill her because yeah, well, I, I don't want to be with her anymore, and I'm going to have to annihilate every single part of that woman. That exists, and that's what he did. And her children and yeah. her entire legacy is now yeah. gone um, because of him. So, what a um, a dreadful, dreadful. I didn't want to call him human being. So I think feces um, pretty much adds up to that. And uh, and it's uh, I mean, yeah. obviously that you know it's just absolute tragic. And um, you know, may they may they rest in peace at the end of the day uh, because. Yeah, I think for the purpose of the video, I know that he's a piece of shit. We're on a swearing ban, but we are allowed to say he's a yeah, piece of shit. Piece of shit. Quite, quite literally. Um, it. I, 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 I'm obviously me and Danny are, are true crime enthusiasts. <laughs> um, it's a morbid hobby, but um, it is what it is. Um, we're not we're not alone. Everybody loves a true crime story. Um, and like we said at the start, with with most true crime stuff, we can sort of look yeah. at it and go, "Yeah, I get it. I do." You know, I, I, what you've done is horrendous. Should never be done. Yeah. It's not right, but I kind of get it. Like um, our next episode that we're going to be doing is going to be on um, yes, the the, the really White House farm case. murders. Really in interesting case. Uh, uh, yeah. You will understand why yeah. when I say, yeah, it's wrong, but I get it. Um, apart from uh, an aspect of that case, um, which again involves children. I just, I, I don't, one thing I will never, ever, ever be able to understand yeah. or comprehend it's, or um, get my head around is that, it's that is feeling of It's harming something that is A, innocent and B, um, weaker physically than you know yourself. There's just no, uh, there's no, there's no excusing that. Um, 
and but yeah the white house fire murdered so that's gonna be the next one i uh, will be a little bit little bit more lighthearted about that i think this one really hit us hard actually when um when you get into the nitty-gritty about it because just because it's such a a, a tragedy and not just that but just the fact that th- this piece of shit um he didn't even have a real motive that's the issue with me like there was no reason for these people these beautiful people to die so you know that's the difference between this case and why we've kind of took it quite seriously because um it it, it just simply is just awful really um and there isn't a motive yeah crash have gone way over so, so yes just... <laughs> um, we will end the episode there guys um we have yeah no we've left by 10 minutes not not really bothered to be honest with you I think I think we is the least that we can do for Shanann um, Bella and Celeste it's you know I don't know man I'm gonna go and watch some Looney Tunes I think or yeah, I always say this, you know, after we've cracked a case. Yeah, but I end up looking uh, at the next one then, and then, you know, we, detail like that. <laughs> and we roll so on. But, put um, but yeah, um, yeah, I mean, this one was yeah. a, a particularly, um, yeah. you know, a particularly uh, a tough one to, to kind of cover, and um, especially to kind of get inside the, uh, the, the killer's mind. But uh, at the end of the day, sometimes you, you simply can't. And this is one of those cases, very rarely, yeah. where the simply, in my view, there isn't a motive. And and that's that, but yeah. Um, so White House farm murders coming up. That no. is really really interesting. There's loads of cool aspects to that. Uh, cool, God, wrong word, but you know what I mean. Disturbing uh, plot twists, twists and turns. It's really interesting. Yeah, that. that yeah, yeah we'll, quite, we'll do an hour on that. House there's a huge plot in that. Um, so yeah, there is we'll a, there's a lot that's to get you said. Brilliant stuff. Once again, guys, thank you for listening to TNM Ball. Um, thank you to all our sponsors, to all our listeners. We can't do it without you. Um, thank you to Danny for um, letting me steal him throughout the day. Um, keep your eyes yeah. on the podcast, guys. We've yeah, of course, some, man. Uh, uh, just same again, really. Just thanks for listening, guys. For and Danny, again, please goodbye. just like and subscribe because we can't do this without you. And um, I'm looking forward to, to the next one. So, um, yeah, let's get that going. And it's been an absolute pleasure. So thanks ever so much, Will, for having me. And thanks, guys, for listening to me drone on. <laughs> Take it easy. It's all right, guys.